Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money. And today we're talking loan options for non-US citizens with Brian Hoffman from Nomad Credit.
Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Gaines. It will expand your brain. So if we're a U.S. citizen, we don't even really think about getting a loan, right? We just know there are plenty of options, whether we're getting a student loan, whether we're getting an auto loan or a home loan or a credit card or whatever it may be. You know, there's always some place we can go to get a loan. Of course, depending on the terms, depending on our credit score, depending on how much cash we have, we're not all going to get the same type of loan, but the loan options out there are plentiful for us. But there's a big piece of the marketplace in the United States that aren't U.S. citizens. And, you know, we have seen all that has gone on lately in the news with with DACA and, you know, who knows what's going to end up happening with that. But, you know, there are so many people living in the United States that aren't U.S. citizens that don't have access to the loans that us U.S. citizens have access to and probably take for granted. So when I was approached by Brian Hoffman from Nomad Credit about this topic, I thought this is really interesting to do on the podcast because I know a lot of the podcast listeners are international um, and living in the United States and they're not U.S. citizens. And so I thought, you know, we need to do a podcast for those people as well, because everyone should have the availability to lots of different loan options, whether you're a U.S. citizen or not a U.S. citizen. So Nomad Credit is this really cool company. It's relatively new, but it's a financial marketplace for those that are underserved by other marketplaces. At Nomad, they aim to find the right product for international students and or visa holders currently or planning to live in the United States. And, you know, if you live internationally, I know a lot of times, you know, people send their kids over to the United States, go to college, you know, and hopefully live and and work here, right? Because at the end of the day, whether we agree or disagree, the United States is known for opportunity, right? That's in question lately, but Really, that's what we're known for in the United States. So it makes sense, but it makes sense that there would be lots of options available for non-U.S. citizens. And, you know, it's it's kind of tough to come by. So I hope you enjoy this podcast with with Brian and find a little bit more information about the international marketplace, about Brian's own journey to starting this company. He's a millennial himself, a graduate of my favorite college, Indiana University, where I went. Did not know that till we till we started the podcast. But, you know, it's uh, it's just been an interesting journey for him. And it's gonna be a really interesting journey to see where Nomad goes. All right, Brian, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I am actually really excited to talk about your company today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to uh, speak with you. Awesome. So Nomad Credit, um, tell me a little bit about how Nomad came to life and why you've decided to specialize on what you call an underserved uh, marketplace. Sure. Uh, so I started a you know a student loan company in 2015, uh, like when online lending was blowing up, and I thought I could just show up and make a billion dollars. Uh, and unfortunately, that's not how this works. Um, so along the way, we kind of got introduced to international student lending and, and started looking into providing loans to international students with with various partners. Um, and through that process, I really learned about the market. And you can just see that there's an opportunity there. There's no one helping these students. And, you know, there's cultural and knowledge gaps that, you know, 
really need to be addressed. Um, and I, I think for us, we realized that aside from this being a business, that there was just a lot of people that needed this service and this help. Um, so we went forward and, and kind of left the lending space. And now we're trying to help kids get loans from, from other lenders. Why do you think this has been such a neglected marketplace? Uh, that, that's a good question. I think part of it is people just don't understand it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we work with a lot of American lenders and, and they just don't get the fact that like in India, the, the process is still um, very manual. Like it's still done on paper. It's not done online. You know, it's, right. it's something that hasn't truly been figured out by a lot of the big lenders in the country. Right. And I would imagine that there's a great need for something like this, obviously, right? You've probably done your fair share of research, but I mean, are there a lot of international students and visa holders, like you say, coming to the U.S. who just, you know, can't get these types of loans? Uh, Yeah. I mean, there's a million plus international students in America um, and they just don't really understand how it works. I mean, they've probably never heard of Discover Card. I mean, they've never heard of Indiana University. They, they just, you know, there's a significant knowledge gap on, on how things work uh, in the States, and, and we're thousands of miles away, so there's also some trust issues. Right, yeah, I can imagine. So tell me a little bit about your background and kind of why you started, you know, at least the first foray into student loans. Like, why did that pique your interest? Yeah, so I, I went to Indiana University, best school in the world. Best school. Um, and then from there, I was an options trader at the Chicago Board of Trade for, for a handful of years. And, and that kind of ran its course. Um, and lending in 2015 was, was hot. You know, SoFi was becoming the billion-dollar giant it is today. And I kind of thought, oh, I was, I'm a derivatives trader. I can just start a company. Easy, easy money. And, you know, as I mentioned, that's not how this stuff works. <laughs> Right. If only, right? <laughs> yeah, like I should be on a boat with a billion dollars by now. That's what I totally. thought. Totally. We shouldn't even be talking. You should be sipping martinis and yeah. Yeah, in my mind I'm on Lake Michigan right now, but now uh, it Right, right. So, you know, was your experience, you know, going to college, did, did did a lot of your friends, you know, have student loans? I mean, is this definitely something like you noticed as as a big millennial issue? Yeah, it's actually very interesting. When I was in in school, you know, people in my fraternity were taking out loans to like, you know, go to spring break or go to the bar or like what have you. And back then, you know, 19, 20, 21, 22, whatever. uh, Oh, cool. Let's go. This is fun. But now that I'm in the profession of like guiding people and helping them with student loans, it's like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't have done that at a 10% interest rate and you're going to be paying it off for 30 years. Right. Uh, Perspective. (laughs) Yeah, it's like were those were those you know drinks you know senior year worth it now? Uh, so that's right. kind of interesting. If only we could actually, if only we would listen to our younger selves. Yeah, exactly. So then, how did you make the leap into uh, derivatives trading? Uh, I, I probably watched the movie Wall Street too many times as a kid growing up. Uh, you know, I, I used to be an athlete. Uh, and it just, I just love the competitive nature of it and fast paced and, uh, you know, again, thought I was gonna be a billionaire, but I, I'm not. Uh, so we're, we're continuing on that going to be a billionaire pace, but you know, it wasn't in trading and it wasn't in my first company. Right. Well, you know, I, the, the stats are right. It could take many, many, many companies before you actually hit that, uh, that kind of peak. That's the, the life of an entrepreneur. Exactly. Yep. 
So how long did it take you guys from kind of idea about Nomad to actually, you know, getting your first um, contract so you could start, you know, the business? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. So fortunately, because I had been in the space and I had known investors and known people uh, at the lending companies, it was actually fairly easy to get kind of the first handful going because uh, I already had those relationships. Um, and actually speaking with some other people, they're like, oh, how did you get these big name guys? And I was like, you know, we didn't have a PowerPoint. We didn't have a presentation. Uh, and I was like, oh, you know, I just called their board or I just called their CEO. Uh, but, but after that, it became much more challenging, especially as we went to some of the foreign lenders. You know, we work with two, two lenders in India, and we're probably the only company in the world that works directly with U.S. and Indian lenders. Um, so that was, was a big challenge as I did not previously have contacts in India. Yeah. What are, what are some of the differences that you've seen with the lending? Oh, I mean, you know, lending wise, uh, it's, it's much different. Um, certainly interest rates, uh, the way they underwrite, um, compliance is, is different. You know, things you can do in India are, are not compliant here. Things you do here may not be compliant in India. It's just different laws and, uh, different language on, on how you say where someone is in the loan process. You know, it's just completely very different, I'd say. Yeah. Very interesting. So, uh, tell us, you know, for the international students listening to the podcast, what are some of the products you offer? Yeah, so we, we help students find really the majority, if not all, of the financial products they need, need when, they, when they come to school here. So that could be, you know, their student loan, that could be health insurance, that could be credit card. Uh, you know, some kids need a, a car loan if they're, you know, at a more suburban school. Uh, we also do some payment work. So a lot of these kids need to transfer money back and forth from friends and family. Um, so we try to offer basically anything, uh, that these students need. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. 
I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top rated personal finance app. And now listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. <laughs> I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Yeah. How does that work with, you know, I mean, traditionally lending here in the U.S., we need some sort of credit, some sort of credit score. How does that work with international students? Sure. So there are some lenders out there who will give loans without a cosigner. You know, it's tough to qualify for those loans. Um, You know, surprisingly, a lot of these students that are coming to the U.S. actually have like an uncle or a brother or someone who is now has a green card or is a U.S. citizen. So sometimes, uh, more than you'd expect, they can get a, a loan from a U.S. bank because they have that U.S. cosigner. Um, but a lot of times, they, they are, are better off just going somewhere in their home country where their dad could cosign it or, or put up collateral, which is often asked in some of these developing countries. Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. So tell me a little bit about the future of Nomad. You know, what what direction do you want to go in? Do you have, you know, future plans coming up? Or are you just looking to, you know, continually build the the product offering? Yeah, I think we really need to build build the product and, and build the trust. Like I mentioned earlier, I, I think trust is, is, is a bit of an issue for some of our customers because they've never seen anything like this. You know, 15 years ago, the U.S. hadn't seen online lending or wasn't familiar that you could get a loan by filling in personal information online. Uh, so I think building that trust and building the fact that, hey, we are thousands of miles away, but you can trust us with your personal information is important. 
Um, and while we focus currently on India, and that's a big portion of the international students, um, you know, there's a lot of the world out there that's coming here to study, you know, China, uh, South Korea, Nigeria, UK. So I think for us, we're really focused on getting more lenders on the platform, you know, from countries like Nigeria, Canada, uh, UK and, and China. Yeah. Interesting. I love that. So, um, just talking, you know, a little personal here, because I like to always ask people to share a little bit of their own money story. So everybody always talks about, you know, the things that you should do with money, the things that did go right. Can you tell or share a little story with us, maybe of, of something along your own money journey that, that hasn't gone right. And in hindsight, maybe you would have done it a little bit different. Well, I'll, I'll say this, you know, when I came out of school from IU, I was, you know, on a pretty good salary at a pretty good trading firm. And, uh, when you start companies, they're more expensive than you thought, uh, and, and how much time it's going to take you to generate revenue. So I wish I had been a little bit more diligent with my saving because I kind of thought, you know, like a professional athlete does, Hey, this will never end. Um, but certainly that changes. And then you kind of wish, Hey, I wish I had, X amount of money rather than, you know, needing to go to investors. Um, but I, I think that probably holds true for anything in life. Hey, I wish I had that money to buy a house or get a new car, et cetera. Right. Yeah. You always wish that savings account was a little bit bigger than, than the reality of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think people probably plan for less rainy days in their life than are, than are actually there. Yeah, especially when when you're younger, you know. I always, I, I sometimes feel like I sound like a broken record on the podcast. I'm like, trust me, something will happen. <laughs> promise, I promise you. Yeah, yeah, and I will say this: expenses don't get cheaper as you get older. Uh, you know, kids and, and houses and you know weddings are, are are not free. So, you know, going from the the two dollar drinks in college, and you know, there was much easier opportunity to save at, at 22, 23, 24 when there was certainly less responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So tell everybody where they can find Nomad and, you know, if they're interested in one of these loans, what do they need to do to get prepared? Uh, sure. So first, uh, you know, you should really look at all your options that are out there and we can certainly help with that both United States, uh, loan options and, and those abroad. Even if we don't directly work with them, we can at least have some idea of who you might want to speak with in, in your home country. So for us, you know, just come through our site, enter in a few pieces of information, uh, and we can help you, and we will personally help you. And our site is uh, nomadcredit.com. That's N-O-M-A-D-C-R-E-D-I-T.com, uh, and we will personally help you. Um, from there, we can kind of connect you to lenders that might be a good fit for you. Uh, and then from there, the lenders have their own application process and, and documents, but certainly for any loan, uh, you will need verification documents of, of you and, and, and your co-signer and, and relative income and financial documents. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks for sharing a little bit, Nomad, a little bit about your own story. Um, this is definitely a you know, topic we don't talk about often, so I think it's, it's definitely needed. I know there's a lot of international students uh, that listen to this podcast as well, so you know, hopefully this, this resonates with them and it can be a solution for them. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. And again, you know, hope happy to help anyone who uh, who needs it. So please come visit uh, nomadcredit.com. So much awesome information that Brian shared with us. And I always love when somebody's willing to share a little bit about their own money story and the not so good bits, right? The dirty bits that we don't talk about, but that we all have in common. 
So as always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. If you want to connect with Nomad Credit, head on over to the show notes. I'll have all the links there. And do me a favor. If you love this podcast, please share it with your friends. 